Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we were joined by the man behind Football Manager, the excellent game, the latest edition is out, and he had some weird and wonderful stories. The lengths people go to when they play it. It's staggering. Yeah. yeah. So Miles Jacobson was here, big Watford fan as well. Uh, also, we spoke to Paul Bring-Turner, one of our top team out in Spain, about Gareth Bale and all the fallout from the, the flag and the song and, and yeah, the Madrid fans not well, happy. Turn out the way we thought it might. No, as you'll discover. Um, we had a chat about various things, a very odd conversation that Andy, uh, we think there was a misprint in one of the papers. <laughs> Um, you'll understand that. And lots never more besides. Melissa Thermidor. You won't. Here it all is. That's right, six minutes past Boys, one. We match. Uh, the match. It wouldn't be, would it? Yeah, no, no, um, what's the time? Yeah, six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, it's very interesting mm. news that about Prince Andrew, Andrew rather, because yeah. Andrew, I've been quite positive. It's Andrew. <laughs> it's Andrew. Yes. In effect. You've watching the crown. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Very, they need a new casting director, but that's another whole story. Okay. In effect, the Queen has fired Prince Andrew, basically, yeah. Perhaps she'll bring in Poch. <laughs> Tremendous. She might do, yeah. That's, uh, maybe, maybe he could come in. Yeah, she had to let him go. Yeah. So um, last night, Andy, you yeah. turned auctioneer. I did. Um, for the, was this the first time he'd ever done it? it was first a, time I've was ever your friend done Jeff it. Thompson. Yes, uh, the Youth Charter, Jeff's wonderful charity organisation. This is not the cricketer. This is the former. Uh, no, no, not the cricketer. Karate <laughs> world <laughs> champion. Yeah, he's a wonder. We've interviewed him on the show. Yeah. He's a tremendous guy. And, he has a charity. Does great work. It's just about empowering young kids to sort of you know make something of themselves. Yeah. In, in sort of inner city areas. Yeah. And they've done tremendous work. And anyway, this was a fun. Some race. of it so, through sport. Some of it not. Sport and the arts. Sport and the arts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and. So so I went down to, it was at the um, Orbit, you know, right next to the Olympic Stadium, or London, London Stadium, yeah, yeah. which is looking much more West Ham, I must say, actually. But it's, the ground is, yeah, the, the ground, yeah, kind feels of more like, up. It yeah, does feel more like feels West Ham, and, and I noticed that recently. And eventually, yeah. you know, the whole area will come alive. It's still a bit of a building site. There's a lot of stuff happening there, but it's interesting. And the do was actually at the top of the Orbit, which oh, is okay. quite... And they were offering people a chance to... Go down the slide. slide down. Yeah. Did you give it a go? You got to be joking. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. No. no. It's a good way to leave the you venue, gotta, isn't it? I want, you've got to put on a Peter Check style helmet. Oh yeah. You get into this blanket thing. Yeah. 
And then you sort of slide down. I think, oh, I don't fancy that at all. Sounds great. What, a, what people, an opportunity. People enjoyed it, I must say, but I didn't fancy it. Anyway, that's by the <laughs> by. coward. I know. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, so uh, the auction started. I only got the list. There were only about eight or nine items. But yeah. What sort of stuff was on offer then? What sort of items? nice uh, football shirt, signed City, signed West Ham, signed United shirt. Lovely. Oh, wow. Uh, there were some nice... Artwork. There was some nice. Um, there was a, a Tim Henman experience. Yeah. Mm, what a band they were! Yeah, they were good. Yeah. And uh, toy, <laughs> Gadley toy, heated, yeah. heated rollers. <laughs> that sort of idea. That's the, yeah, yeah. All good stuff. You know, sort of stuff. You know, you get. So, it. how did you do then as an auctioneer? Well, not too bad. I mean, I'm no Johnny Gould or you know Lord Archer or anybody like that. Yeah. But I, I, you know, um, I didn't do too bad. Did you bully? Did you a bit of bullying? Bit of bullying. Come bit on, of, you can afford it. You bit of a harangue. Like I did that. a bit of that. Bit of a haranguing. Yeah. Some of the stuff, you know. I suppose it's a balancing act, isn't it? It I mean, is. You, you have to do it with a twinkle in the that's eye. That's right. Johnny Gould, the master auctioneer, mm. of course. When we watch him, he says terribly insulting stuff to people, but with a kind of mm. twink, he questions their man or womanhood, yeah. and then. Uh, but with a twinkle in the eye, so he gets away with it. That's not, the key. Yeah, I'm not really a twinkle in the eye sort of person. No, you're not. You're very much. <laughs> you don't say anything. You base it everything you say you mean. I do. Bit of a leveller. Yeah, yeah not, one bloke. It was one moment where I. Because they had asked me to bring some of my own artwork, some of my signed prints down. So yeah. I did. And uh, one of them went quite, that was good. But the other one I, I held up and the bloke, I went, who will give me. Because I didn't think I would ask him. I said, who will give me 50 quid for this? Yeah. I'll give you 50p. I thought, yeah, thanks, So mate. was you almost getting down I on thought, the floor windmilling? I was going yeah, to get down there. Oh, wait, gonna, I was really tempted. Gonna get I got quite not annoyed. Good, it's not good when the auctioneer starts <laughs> squaring, up with, squaring up to people, is and it? Then, uh, one moment, I'm, I'm, uh, yes, it was a Muhammad Ali um, thing that one of Jeff's kids from the youth charter well, had done. Po- poster. Poster, yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. And uh, there was a set of ten of these sort of black icon figures. And, uh, and uh, my wife bid for it. Oh, okay. So I thought, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to have to, uh, so we were bidding against each other, which was quite good. <laughs> Fantastic. Did he rob you win? I won. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah, well, so well that done. was good, yeah. So that that was fine. Yeah, all good. So v- great, great How much evening. did you raise? Do you know? Have you got oh, the, the final figure? Oh, I don't know figure? exactly. <clears throat> yeah, you know. That's um, a couple of grand. I oh, said. it's good. Yeah, well, no, not fantastic, but not too bad. Well um, and then uh, this morning, Eddie Jones. I got here early because I stayed. Uh, I stayed over East Side last night. You saw Eddie, did you? This yeah, morning. I saw Eddie. Did you have and, a chat? Uh, yeah, I got here very early. Yeah. I had to put a sign up because when you arrive, I don't know if the listeners have ever done this, but if you would arrive at a different time than you normally arrive at your workplace, <sighs> yeah, you, every single person will say. You're in early. Yeah. You're in late. What are you doing here? And it sort of drives you a bit mad. Yeah. So, so I produced a a poster right. that I stuck on the computer that I was sitting in the desk, saying, yeah. "I'm here early because I did a charity do last night. Yeah. I didn't want to go all the way back to Cheswick, and so that's why I'm here." Early. See, that's the kind of that's the kind of <laughs> passive aggressive behaviour that that means you've never got a twinkle in your eye, <laughs> isn't it? Really, it's really Who puts, that says oh, you all. Oh, if you told us that first, I wouldn't even ask if you'd done it with a twinkle in your eye because that is very passive aggressive, isn't it? So anyway, Eddie Jones in this interesting mm. interview with mm. Alan said that he, he wouldn't mind managing Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. uh, he's been practising his, yeah, look, good evening. Yeah, good evening. And, uh, yeah. yeah, look, I did not see it. So yeah. he's ready for the yeah, job. Yeah, look, good evening. <laughs> that may be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good evening. <laughs> Sounds like a winner. <laughs> what Eddie a match Jones. that is. <laughs> Eddie Jones and yeah, Unai Emery. Yeah, look, good evening. Go and have a go yourself. You'll feel better. Give it a try. <laughs> See, it worked, didn't it? Yeah, yeah better, well, good evening. Yeah, uh, what yeah, else have you got here? Did you see... I'll stop saying that. <laughs> no, no, it's quite, bad, isn't quite it, really? it, yeah. The fact of the day, I like this new thing in the Daily Star, they're all sporty ones. The fact that they, there's, there's one club, there's one 
team yeah. that wears three lions on their shirt other than England. I was going to say, I was going to say England. I thought it seemed a bit easy. <laughs> I thought it seemed this seemed a bit, a bit of an easy question. Easy. Yeah. And it is Faversham Town FC in Kent. Really? They're the only team in the country other than England to have three lions on their shirt and their big song Semi-Pro Football's Coming Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do we know the history of that, Andy? I don't. Do you want to look into it? We uh, well, look, do. we've got the guys from Corinthians. We've certainly got Chris Watney from Corinthian Casuals. Maybe. I mean, they have great links to the England mm. team as, as an entity. So we'll try and find out if he knows much about Faversham. It's asking mm. a lot. Is it Faversham Town, did you say? Faversham Town. Let's ask the listeners. There must be a Faversham Town fan out there uh, who can tell us why they wear the three lines and uh, what the connection is. Yeah. Is it in the style of the England three lines? Is it the Lions You're rampant? asking me a lot of questions here. I'm going on fact of the day is my only reason. And resource. to be honest, the only reason you did it was to do the joke about <laughs> semi-professional football. You know me home. too well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm here for, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Anyway. So what sort of, um, I know you're a bit paranoid about this, so when they said last night, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, we conduct the auction tonight from uh, Talk Sport Radio, Andy <laughs> Jacobs, and was it, what was the, was it just Jeff at the back like Citizen <laughs> Kane, one man clapping? <laughs> Was it single to fine leg? <laughs> was it really? Oh, no. It was like the sort of applause you get on day two of a county championship game between <laughs> Gloucester and North End. To be fair, Bolton Council brought a whole <clears throat> three tables of Chinese people. Right. Who I'm not sure are big talk sport listeners. <laughs> they might be. <laughs> So they, they didn't know. Be. You mean they didn't know who you were? They didn't you know should who have taken I was. Martin Kellner. He's massive in he's China. Massive in China. Overnight, yeah. overnight show. He's, he's a bit I, of a cult. Oh, listen. Martin Kellner's sport on TV. Oh, yes, I know that. that section yeah, of the that's show. fantastic. That's tremendous. You seem to watch an awful lot of twenty, uh, uh, thirty for thirty documentaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sort of idea. Anyway, and what happened in Tipping Point yesterday? <laughs> they would have asked him, wouldn't they? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Hawks, Andy Jacobs here on Talksport. Oh, you love him now. What's that, <laughs> Jose? You laughing there? He's, he's Talksport. No, I, I was quite impressed <laughs> no, with the. I was quite impressed with the trail where suddenly went on Talksport. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yes. um, let's turn to Wales then and Gareth Bale and uh, the former uh, Real Madrid striker Predrag Mijatovic. The other week on a radio show said um, the first thing that Bale thinks about is Wales, then golf, and after that Real Madrid. So right. it was a quote from a radio show. Yeah. And off the back of that, the Wales fans embraced it, as you've probably seen. They have their song, Wales Golf Madrid. And uh, all the Wales boys, after qualifying for the Euros, uh, held up uh, a Welsh uh, dragon flag. Uh, Wales Golf Madrid, in that order, it said. And Gareth's front and centre, laughing away, obviously full of the joys of having qualified yeah, for another never play major well championship. Madrid, well, of course it hasn't. It's created a bit of a storm over there. And, and in some people's eyes, it's the last straw. Mm. So let's uh, let's head there. Paul Breen-Turner, one of our top team out in Spain, joins us now to tell us uh, what they're saying. Good afternoon, Paul. Yeah, Andy, uh, Paul, I didn't think you two would be speaking anymore now after... Oh, I, the, uh, Mourinho thing. Oh, I think no. Andy was glad to be shot of him. No, um, I, I, I think he'll be in the short term. I think he'll be. Successful. I tell you what's quite telling. Uh, he's saying things like this, but you're not at all bothered that he's at Tottenham, are you? You don't. You don't see. You don't see it. I don't think you or Jason particularly see it working. Well, no, I do see you it working. You do see it yeah, working. Yeah, I do see it. I think, it, I think it will work in the short term, but I mean... But if know. it was the sort of... If it was Nagelsmann, you would have been bothered. I know when you're... You would have been bothered, but you're not bothered, are you, that it's Jose? 
Well, I be think, honest. Uh, no, because I think Spurs will win stuff. But I thought Spurs were, were likely to challenge under Pochettino. So I've got yeah. used to Spurs being good. So, and the, you know, we've got our own issues and our own season to have. Yeah. So no, I'm not too bothered. Okay. Either way. Well, maybe, well, maybe I misread it. So, um, Paul, back back to Gareth Bale, and what are they saying yeah. over in Spain? Um, uh, do you know, I, I'm going to come clean. I'm actually in Hungary. I'm in Budapest at the minute. But, <laughs> Great, isn't it? What are they uh, saying in Hungary What are they saying it? in Budapest about it? They've gone, they gone <laughs> big with it or what? Yeah, do you great, know what? I watched the game over here the other night. Yeah, that's and, um, they're, they're a great bunch. You know, they, they, were, they were just laughing when what? they were losing. They weren't intent at all and they fully expected Wales and they think Bale is a world superstar, you know. So, firstly, they went to too upset. I was shocked because when I bought around the drinks, it was like 5,000. 5,000 what? Not pounds, I take it. (laughs) Well, no, I thought it was euros and I was getting all mixed up and nearly heading for the door. You know, it's a long time since I've been in a country where I don't really know the currency. Right. But um, What does 5,000 equate uh, to then for a round of drinks, Paul, uh, for those uh, that don't go to Budapest? I I think it's about 12 quid or something. And now when you say a round of drinks, how many drinks are you talking? (laughs) Well, about seven or eight. Cool, oh, blimey. Pretty, pretty generous. Change from 15 quid for eight drinks. <laughs> Never bought us seven yeah. drinks. <laughs> Been in the army. But it, was, it wasn't bad. You guys, you guys would love it. They play all 80s stuff and uh, um, the Scorpions, uh, uh, the Smiths, um, okay. Culture Club, and, and your favourite band, Depeche Mode. You know, it, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, <laughs> well, it's a, a cool I'm, place. I wouldn't say favourite band, but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan. So, Paul, but, um, guys, yeah. I, I should tell you, I have <laughs> been talking to the Spanish media and oh, I've yeah. read the Spanish press yeah. today. And uh, the fans, understandably, are really annoyed about this incident with Gareth Bale on this poster. Mm. Um, Behind the scenes, and a couple of journos that I've spoken to, I said, you know, when he's fully fit, he's a massive and really important player for us. You know, he's won four Champions League, scored important goals in the final. You know, Zidane apparently is not perhaps as distant from him as the media make out. Um, so does he still have a future there? There was a rumour, which I'm sure you heard about in the UK, that um, he would be offered to Manchester United along with a bundle of cash for yeah. Paul Pogba, mm. who, we, who we've spoken a lot about on this show. So I, I, I think there's mixed feelings in Spain about it. I don't think they think he did it on purpose. No, I, th- I don't think so either. And the thing is, you watched the game, what I did as well. I, you know, he's, he's still a terrific player. You just said that, that they think that, and he is. And But there is a feeling, I have a feeling, that he's just wasting his time there. You know, he's getting paid a lot of money, a fortune. But, you know, it's a short career and he's a good player and he could play in the Premier League. You play mm. anywhere, really. So it, it is a bit of a waste from his point of view. This the, of... the other thing was, Paul, is that he'd been injured. He'd not, he'd not played for about four weeks and then he, as soon as he was better, he went and played for Wales. And that, you know, that is just a coincidence, but it doesn't help the, the attitude they have towards him. Yeah, I mean, we're looking ahead now to see if he plays over the weekend against, uh, I think it's Real Sociedad, mm. uh, who Madrid are playing. So it'll be interesting to see if he does feature in that game. Um, but other little things, you know, I, I was with a couple of journos uh, covering an international game that Belgium played, and we got together with Courtois on full time for a bit of an in- informal chat. Mm. And I said, oh, how, how's Gareth doing? Oh, he's, he likes his golf. He said, you know him. And I said, doesn't he come out? No, when we have a player's birthday, we go out for dinner in Madrid like at 10 o'clock at night. He said, Gareth never comes. He said, he's in bed by 11. All right. Well, that's good. before that's good clean so, living, isn't so it? So it's interesting to see that the difference in the culture. Mm. Perhaps Gareth hasn't 
made himself feel so loved in yeah. the club mm. because he doesn't socialise with the other players because they live a different type of lifestyle to the one that he's but It's true, living. people in Barry Island tend not to go out for dinner about half, half, half past 11 at <laughs> night, do they, really? Exactly. They tend not to do that. Exactly, or when you take your holiday in Skegness, you know. I yeah, mean, you know, you don't go out for dinner people, they have their dinner at... Four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Come on, that's right. But, you know, there was the feeling that he was going to be waiting for Zidane to get the sack, but actually, it's not going that badly for Zidane, is it? And there's no sign. I mean, Poch is waiting. I presume a lot of people are waiting for this to happen, but I don't think it's going to, is it? I think Pochettino. If this if Pochettino had been sacked three months ago, he would be the Real Madrid manager now. Mm. You know, I'm, pre- I'm pretty certain he would be. But yeah. now he's been sacked by Tottenham. Mm, maybe not. And Zidane has come through a bit of a dodgy patch uh, and has got a few results and, you know, they're right up there. So uh, Florentina Perez may be reluctant. Mourinho was another, another name that was mm. being, you know, branded around the Bernabeu mm. as, a, as a potential replacement. But I don't know, is Zidane going to get through this? And, and the bigger question on our subject with you today is, will Gareth Bale get through this? I don't think they want to give him away. You know, no. he's, a, he's a valuable player. And when he's fit, he's he's probably one of the most important players in the whole team. Yeah. Um, Charlie the cabbie has just been in touch and he said, Paul Breen Turner tipped me well. So uh, a bit of a thumbs up from the London really? cap trade. You obviously <laughs> uh, you, you gave a cabbie. Must a... Have been, I must have been getting mixed up with the money again. See, they're like, yeah, exactly. they're like elephants. They never forget <laughs> London cabbies. You give them a good tip and you're, they'll tell all of his cabbie mates what a good tip you are. Yeah. You... Oh, they're brilliant. You know, yeah. quick word before I say farewell. The, yeah. the black cabbies are amazing. Right. I mean, when, whenever I get in there, because you speak in a speaker, they recognise our voices. I'm sure you guys have had it as mm. well. And they're just brilliant. They're, they're all listening to talk sport. They love their football and they're, and they're knowledgeable. So, uh, who was it? Harry, was it? Charlie. Charlie. How soon forgotten? Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. All the best. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the journey in your cab. I, yeah, you, I you, although you don't name. really remember it, do you? <laughs> yeah. Good old PBT. <laughs> so, um, one, just one final one on Pochettino. A few stories today suggesting that Barcelona of the kind of of, of the giants of Spanish football are showing an interest as well. But he's he always said he would never job. do that because of his links to Espanyol. But, um, I mean, could you yeah. could well, you see it? Would they want him there? And would the Barcelona fans accept him if he if he did want to take it? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he, his kids are friends with the kids of the, the president of Barcelona. Mm, yeah. And they've been spotted before together in restaurants in, in Barcelona Capital, which have kind of raised eyebrows a little bit. But you're quite right. He has said... How could I be the manager of Barcelona um, when I played for the, the biggest rivals, apart from Real Madrid, Espanol? So, uh, but there again, who would have thought Jose Mourinho? Didn't he say five years ago he, he could never yeah. be a Tottenham manager? Yeah, yeah, people do say stuff in football. I mean, That's true. Different. That's true. Paul, well, enjoy Budapest. Have you, what you got planned? Um, just, just loving being here. Nice people. They all speak speak English, which is very useful for me. And. Yeah. Uh, trying to get used to the money and everything but uh, it's a great place and uh, and really enjoying uh, being here and uh, yeah I'm here till Saturday and then I'll be departing The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe If you do the same then you've got to watch Queenie the new original series on Hulu Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. 
first major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Paul Hawksby, uh, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. And uh, Chris Watney was in, so we've had a, 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 always kept in touch with the guys at Corinthian Casuals. That's very true uh, of the boys behind Football Manager from very early days uh, mm. of the game. Uh, of course, it's it's uh, it's a huge deal now, uh, is Football Manager. 2020's out, the people at Sports Interactive brought out once again. And as always, Miles Jacobson joins us in the studio. Good to see you, Miles. Hello, this is all a bit different, isn't it? Yes, well, yeah, quite, yeah, quite very slick. Posh, very posh studio, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still us, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the sort of first sort of time you probably would have come in and talked about the game. I mean, when you think how far it's come uh, as, a, as a piece of technology and in terms of popularity, it, it's something else, isn't it? it? It's pretty bonkers. I mean, I've, yeah. I've been doing it now, championship manager before, now football yeah. manager for 25 years. Wow. Um, so there was one game out before then, which was 27 years ago. But, um, but yeah, it keeps, it keeps growing and... Um, it's quite odd that it keeps growing because normally when you have rock bands that have been around for that long, you know, they're, they're releasing albums now to go on tour. We don't get to go on tour, but um, for some reason it it's become more and more popular. So the new game came out on Tuesday and we had a record day one, um, wow. most ever, which is kind I, of crazy. I, but I think one of the reasons good. is because is your enthusiasm, you know, a bit last you say we're still, you've still got that enthusiasm for the thing, you still love it, and I think that really comes across, doesn't it? Well, I make it for me. <laughs> and, and that's it, probably the best way, it, I think. It yeah, just yeah. so happens that there are a couple of million people around the world who are like me and want to play the game. Mm. So, um, so yeah, the, the day that that goes, we have to find another me to take over the, the directing duties. But, mm. um, but, the the passion and the love that goes into it is um, is huge because I want the best game mm. that I can play as possible. What so. are the, what are the major changes this time in? Well, one of the, one of the biggest things this year um, is we've added something called Club Vision, which is basically five year plans, mm-hmm. um, which the best clubs have, and the the clubs that aren't as good wish they had them. <laughs> so so rather than just being told we need you to finish here this season, you're actually being told what you need to do over the next five. And each club also has their own individual personality. So at clubs that in the real world encourage you to buy players to then sell them on, that's now covered in the game. You're, you're basically more uh, 
more dictated to a little bit by the clubs, but it also means that you can't move from club to club and just do whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. You've actually got to fit in with their style as well. Um, as part of that, we've also got playing time pathways because we see at the moment with Chelsea playing a lot mm. of young young players um, that they've kind of been forced to do a little bit with the transfer ban and, and the reason of bringing Frank in. So we also have playing time pathway for players because there were players who wanted to leave at the end of last season because they weren't getting first-team football at Chelsea. They might have been promised that in the past. So when you're signing mm. a player on a five-year deal and they're a, they're a kid you can turn around and say right this year you're going to be in the under 23s this year we're going to send you on loan this year you're going to be on the fringe of the squad this year you'll be a regular player mm. and they can tie that into their contract um plus is that a development center or is that no that's that's separate to the development again. center the development center for the clubs that buy loads of players and send them out on loan is basically kind of the Chelsea edition um, <laughs> of the game. Um, so uh, we now have development centre and loan managers mm. in place as well um, who will give you much better reports of the players that are out on loan, how they're progressing. Um, and the same for your own youth team as well. You get a lot more information about them. So a lot of this year's features are geared towards long-term play mm -hmm. because the average play time last year on, on FM19 was 300 hours. Wow. In a year. So people play it for a long time and they tend to play the same game, uh, the same save. But there's also loads of things for people who just dip in and dip out. So there's yeah. new graphics in the match engine, loads of new animations, uh, vastly improved match engine, um, improved transfers, improved AI across the board. Mm. It's There's a, a lot packed into oh, six so years I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Say, for example, when um, Javi Garcia lost his job, if Watford had come to you and said, do you want to manage the team? I know you've got no experience, so the players would, would look at you a bit sideways. Well, he knows most of the players. I, I, I think, I think they, <laughs> Could they, you manage a professional love. team is what I'm asking you. I, I don't have my tri my coaching qualifications. Oh, so, you know, I, I think, think, I think get um, out. <laughs> I, I reckon you could. Direct, director of football, possibly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm much better on the transfer side oh, of yeah. things <laughs> than I am on the tactic side of things. Do people come? I mean, we know that mm. the engines that you use for the game have been used by football clubs. You occasionally... Have, has anybody ever kind of knows you in football said, uh, what's he like in the game, uh, Marsh? Um, all, all, all the time. <laughs> so um, we actually now sell data to football clubs. Mm. So there are Premier League clubs who are known for having good data systems that have basically based their whole data system on ours and right. built up from it. Um Particularly during transfer windows, um, agents tend to lie about players' injury histories. Who knew? <laughs> um, <laughs> so we get regular phone calls from clubs at those points going, can you give us the injury history of this player going back to when they were 16? Because we have that information. Wow. So we're able to do that. Um, and clubs, yeah, clubs often ask us for recommendations. We have deals with a few a few clubs officially. Um, lots of them ask for the game for free. Yeah. And then turn around and go, yeah, and we're using your data for this. And it's like, well, that's great. But, you know, if you want to pay us for it. Yeah, that'd be better. <laughs> you, you, you can do. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's, um, it's weird how, well, it's not that weird because we always thought that it should be the case. But certainly in the last 10 years, we've become way more part of football than we are part of the games industry. Yeah, The games industry kind of look at us and think we're like, the Fast and the Furious franchise or, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, we're, we're a game that doesn't sell to gamers. Yeah. We, um, we spoke to you last week, uh, sorry, last week, last year at the same time about 
Brexit and how that was going to impact the game. And you did so much work on Brexit, I, I read this week on wired.co.uk, that uh, culture media and sport department called you in and they wanted to look at all the different scenarios yeah, you came so up with. When Tracy Crouch was there, I was yeah. working with her on the scenarios, presented all of the data, um, came up with what... I believe is the best way to protect UK PLC, which is what the government calls tax revenues, um, and the Premier League and the England national team, and have certainly spoken to various football organisations about that and presented the data to them as well. Amazing. So we've made some tweaks to Brexit in this year's game because obviously the political landscape has, has changed a bit, so mm -hmm. we have to take into account the uh, the different likelihoods for this year's election and what the what the different parties are, are promising. Sure. Um, so there's actually a higher chance of no deal because there is now someone turning. Sorry, a higher chance of staying in the EU because mm. there is a political party now saying we are we are going to stay if we win. But there's also a higher chance of us leaving. Um, at the end of 2020 yeah. because that's what the Conservatives' policy is. So we keep our own personal politics out of it. We just use those percentage chances in the game to decide what kind of Brexit you get mm. in game. The, the other thing as well, Margaret, I couldn't quite believe in this piece, was the way that there was a guy that's played the game up to the year 3,165. <laughs> it's a bit scary, isn't it? Uh, and the things that have gone on in the world, oh, people have these parallel universe versions of the game. There's one in 3,019 where Brentford have won the Premier League for the second year, and Natalie will be pleased. Yeah. Berlin Wall still standing. Yugoslavia still exists. Leicestershire is like a Monaco-like tax haven. So <laughs> <laughs> the, game allows, the game allows people to kind of create these parallel they worlds. They were so happy when Leicester won the title. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we were also a sponsor of theirs that year. So oh, the, right. the, the story couldn't have been better when Leicester Fantastic. won it for us. But, um, but yeah, people do create their own worlds because we don't, we don't create a story for people. Mm. Every single game is unique. So they're creating their own story when they're playing the game. And if you think about it um, as... Again, going back to the, the film analogy, so something like the Marvel Universe yeah. has a few thousand characters in it. We've got 800,000 characters in ours that are based on real-life footballers, or 870,000 real-life footballers and staff. But then every year we're putting made-up people into the universe and it all has to remain canon. Yeah. They all have to seem real mm. for us to create the suspension of disbelief that allows people to create their own stories how far can you go back we were just chatting to chris watney from corinthian casuals there i wondered if you went back to you did kind of football manager gold so you look after <laughs> royal engineers and wanderers so there's still a bunch of people who play the old championship manager games particularly championship manager 0102 is yeah. still very popular we actually did an april fool's joke with a football league a couple of years ago for football manager was it 1887 or something <laughs> that, that you, st you started off in when football was first became a, yeah. a, a, a sport with teams, mm, yeah. and then yeah. then new teams came through each year, and we changed all the text in the game, so it was all gadzooks and uh, <laughs> and the wonderful word words of those era, but it, the um, old typefaces and stuff of the era. There were a bunch of people who thought it was a great idea, whereas <laughs> no, definitely an April Fool's joke. Yeah. I don't quite think that we can. Um, 
we can research the players who were playing for Corinthian Casuals. Yeah, and, might, might and be a bit tricky. Yeah, that was back in the day in Sheffield now, FC. Just finally, uh, we, we understand that uh, real life often impacts on the game. And you've seen a pretty hefty increase in uh, yeah, users who have added themselves as Spurs managers. Well, I'm, I'm still quite annoyed with Tottenham because <laughs> I, I put something out on my Twitter a couple of weeks ago saying, look, if you're going to sack managers during the transfer window, mm. uh, sorry, during the the international break, yeah. do it in the first couple of days. So we can tweak it before so we So that we out. can tweak it because we had data lock. Yeah. And then a bunch of clubs were sending me tweets <laughs> as they were getting rid of their managers at the start, <laughs> which was hilarious. And then Tottenham wait until the day the games come out. Oh, so I, I just sent out a tweet at that point going, um, we provide a free data editor with our game. It's yeah. available here. <laughs> but... Um, People do tend to not take over clubs if they like their manager. Mm -hmm. So I have a big problem when the game starts because I tend to like the manager at Watford. So I put it on holiday until he gets sacked in the game <laughs> and then start the game at that point. But, um, but yes, there's there's uh, there's been a huge increase. 83%, we're told, um, bit of users adding themselves <laughs> as Spurs manager in the 24 hours since brilliant. he went. What about real life? We, we could come into there, now, there's but... real life? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you in real life. One quick word on Watford yeah. uh, off the bottom after uh, before the break. So that that's that's some good news. Signs are better, aren't they? And Troy is about to come back mm. as well. Yeah. Who's who's a mm. bit of a talisman for us. Um, we uh, we did deserve to be in the position that we were in because that's the position that we were in. We've been unlucky with a couple of VAR decisions. I think every club can say that. Yeah. Um, Not against but Chelsea, I, you weren't. But that's yeah. I, <laughs> I said at the start of the season we were going to finish twelfth, and I still believe that we're going to finish twelfth. I think we're going to get through. Um, it's not a lot. Well, you've that's got some great seven points you've got to make up for the rest of the season. That is, that's very doable with Troy back. I, I so. think so as well. Yeah. 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 Well, lovely Brilliant. to see you. Lovely there, to see you, Mark. Said, Thanks the, for having me as always. Yeah, the, if you want the game to be dense and intricate, it can be. You've got the mobile version as well that I often play on on iPad and stuff, which is which is not like that. It's a bit more. If you've just got less time, uh, if the old school players like myself, we I like to dip in on that. Absolutely, so, and, and yeah. touch as well for for people who want something in between. So yeah. we try to cater for everyone. There, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Did you know that the uh, I found this out because somebody's daughter. Wrote in. in the opening credits of Only Fools and Horses, there's a photo of a barman with spectacles and moustache. It's an old photo. And he was a boxer. It was it, the bar, Somebody wrote in and said, the barman was Albie Hollister, my great-grandfather, a professional boxer from Islington, North London, in the 40s and 50s, fought 55 times as a professional with 28 wins, 24 losses and three draws. That's great knowledge of the titles of, uh, <laughs> of Only Fools and Horses. Well, I checked and yes, he is in there. That's very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, Newport are at it again. They mm. beat uh, they beat Lloyd Griffiths Grimsbury, uh, Grimsbury, Grimsbury. Last, Grimsbury last night as San Lloyd Griffith. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Podrick Ammon, old mate, who we often speak to on the show. Yeah, he scored again. They've now got uh, Morden and Tiptree in the next round. Uh, so you know they could be back in the third round with respect, as we say. No disrespect <laughs> to Morden and Tiptree, but uh, they do uh, find themselves potentially on the cusp of the mm. third round again, which is pretty impressive, isn't it? And what is it about yeah, them? Unless Tiptree a bit jammy, you never know. Cool, oh, I just you I thought he won't. He won't do, do it. He, he just won't do it. it. He's not that sort. Of, <laughs> of got that sort won't. of lad. He just won't do it. Did you see Walsall? Uh, they've published their player fines, probably on the back of Chelsea. Yeah, and uh, they're quite stringent 20 grand if you're late for training and a grand if your mobile phone goes off at Walsall if your mobile phone goes off it's a tenner <laughs> well it's, it's all relative isn't it really yeah. if you're late it's 20 quid <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> anything, I think fair enough. Yeah. If, well, if you, what if, if you park your Ferrari in the manager's <laughs> spot in the car park? That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, Let's no. be honest. And uh, you see more sooty puppets. Uh, they're, they're quite a collector's item, these. have uh, <laughs> been given away by creator Harry Corbett. have sold for £5,000 at yeah. auction. That's another one gone, as they... Yeah, something similar. That's a phrase I've, uh, I've once heard before. Uh, I've, uh, have you, I saw Kevin De Bruyne railing against the uh, the format of the Euros, yeah. and he's got a point, hasn't he? Because Belgium, uh, oh, through all sorts of politics, now know that they will face Denmark in uh, Copenhagen and Russia in St. Petersburg because... Despite the fact that they absolutely romped their yeah. group. Ridiculous. Well, Brussels is not a, a home city or Belgium's not a home nation. There won't be games there. So this is one of the dominant sort of forces in world football, knowing they're going to be playing in two of the teams in host cities. And oh, Platini, of all the many things he did wrong, and let's be honest, there was a lot of them. Yeah. This is right up there, isn't it? This kind right of up. daft experiment. Although we were talking about the other day, weren't we, and the feeling was that mm. there was no one or two country that was stepping forward during that sort of financial crisis at that time and, and was also, prepared to host it. the Nations League, as much as we, we mock these things, actually, to be fair to UEFA, was a success. I mean, the, the games had something about them, the game in Spain. They had some yeah, edge yeah, to yeah. the games no, I'll give in you Croatia. That. So, you know, it's not all, not all bad. Um, did you see that a, <laughs> a mad story, this, a commuter has been criticised online for cleaning his teeth this is on the London Tube and spitting on the floor at a busy station. That's not good, is it? No, I mean... It's well, while he was looking up at the train boards, kind of waiting for his train to come. Yeah, he basically, yeah. Uh, he was re- disgusted. No, no, he was disgusted. He, he was, was re- disgusted. <laughs> well, we're discussing him now. <laughs> he was reported by a uh, 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 blood and transport worker. Sorry, NH Blood and transport worker? What a strange worker. story this is. NHS blood and transport worker... Melissa Thermidor, <laughs> known as Lobster <laughs> in the dressing room. Blood and transport. It's <laughs> a bit of an odd. And all these two jobs. <laughs> Commuter brushed his teeth, at tube, this is in the sun today, at a tube station in Russia, then spat on the platform. NHS blood and transport worker yeah. Melissa Thermidor was disgusted. <laughs> I don't ask you. Oh, you should be reading the news, Andy. This is good. <laughs> it's all good stuff. I like this story, though. Well, yeah, we picked up. Oh, all right. Go on then. It's a, it's a basically they thought that bears at Oakland Zoo had sort of attacked the glass and cracked the viewing window yeah. in their sort of enclosure, but it wasn't. It was a child. Uh, basically, a child hit a rock against the glass several times, shattering the laminate layer. I think, what great parents who lets their child do that? Throw rocks in uh, at a bear. Yeah. Well, the glass surrounding, yeah, yeah, separating the kid from the bear. That's true. Yeah. It's not. It's not great parenting, Andy. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. We've got to get. What's her name? Larissa Thermidor. Thermidor. Let's get her in. It's <laughs> be fantastic. What a guy! I don't. I've never met anybody called Thermidor. No. No. Well, I've only known lobster Thermidor as a, as the word Thermidor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's just go, shall we? <laughs> You've opened up a can of Thermidor that we really don't want to know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Reflecting on that. Um, the producer pointed out it was a bit instead of saying blood and transport worker it should have been blood and transplant worker so uh, she's in the transplant business but Andy said well not necessarily someone's got to transport the blood (laughs) what does that even mean (laughs) no idea Um, okay that's it I think that's uh, that's it isn't it
So we will catch up with you tomorrow. Mo Gilligan's here. Uh, Bob Wilson, Wazim Khan joins us, who looks after cricket in Pakistan these days. Former Warwickshire player, title winner of Warwickshire. He did win the title, didn't he? Oh, Dermot Reeve here. Yeah, great team. Anyway, we'll do all that. Uh, Martin Kellner, Clips of the Week. Uh, have a fine evening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.